0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Saving advice can sometimes seem like satire, and I get that. My goal is to get you to retirement, and yet, when you start looking at the cold, hard facts... Pretty shocking of where we stand in this race to retirement, a race to the golden years, a race to be an on golden pond, your old pope. If your savings account balance is hovering at or below a thousand dollars, you are not alone, and you are in trouble, according to a Go Banking Rates survey from earlier this year, more than half of Americans, 57% have less than $1,000 in their savings account. Ladies, I got way more than that. You know what I'm saying? Let Darwin take control of this conversation. Mm. I know you're saying, did he just growl? Or was that some sort of pheromone, hormone release thing? Mm. Everyone should try it. So, now... 57% of Americans have less than $1,000 in their savings account. Sadly and pathetically, that's better than last year, which 69% of Americans had less than $1,000, which is bad news for me because the numbers are going the wrong direction for me, but for the world, the better direction, but it's still way off. So $10,000 or more saved, just 25% of Americans. How much should you have tucked away? Well, the amount you need in savings is highly personal and specific dollar amounts can be arbitrary. You You'd have a kind of a, a simple formula in your 20s you need to save 25 percent of your overall gross pay so that includes in your retirement account contributions matching funds from your company cash savings or money you've got invested elsewhere whether it be an index fund or a robo-advisor by age 30 you should have the equivalent of your annual salary saved so if you earn $50,000 a year you should have $50,000 when you hit age 30 By 35, you should have twice that. By 40, you should have three times that. By age 45, you should have four times your salary. By age 50, you should have five times your salary. By age 55, you should have six times your salary. By age 60, you should have seven times your salary. And by age 65, you should have eight times your salary. Now, I'm gonna go as far as to say more. I'd rather you err on the side of caution and have 10 to 20 times your salary by the time you retire, as that's a good rule of thumb. Remember when you were a kid and you saw people in there that been through industrial accidents or just birth defects and they didn't have thumbs? You always wonder if, when you say of thumb, does that hurt? Or is that just one of those things that people are good with? Like when people say things like, oh, that was a nice compliment, I'm always like, I didn't say anything nice. Like, don't put that on me. I'm the Grinch.
0: That's not how any of this works.
1: So anyhow... 10 to 20 times your salary by the time you retire but in your 30s you should have 1 to 2 times your salary minimum do you have that it's super daunting it's a big deal, it's tough and I get it, but if you start early you save 15% of your income, you make sure your it's your pre-tax income, do it for 40 years and you're going to be okay as a financial planner type I see firsthand how how many people are by the standard savings advice of 15% Of your salary. People are just made by it. People are turned off by it. People are put off. People are just trying to make ends meet. And they're like, I can't. I'm getting a failing grade. And yes, I am failing you. I'm choking you. I hope you choke on your avocado toast. So double your salary by age 35. So. The savings advice from me is well-intended. It's not wrong. It's there's a disconnect between you know what I'm saying and what you're hearing. If you're hurt, Americans put away only on average three and a half percent of their income in ta- after taxes and expenses. A lot of factors account for the savings gap. Student loans, obviously, are a weight around people's neck. Healthcare costs and expensive housing. So saving fifteen percent probably not possible for most people, and I get that. But you have to do it. Again, that doesn't mean you throw in the towel if you can't. Perhaps you could save one percent more a year. So if you were saving three and a half percent this year, you save four and a half percent next year. So if you can't do that, it's time to look for another job, either a second job on the weekends or nights, or a new job that has a higher salary. Getting a raise allows you to kick up that extra savings. And like, I remember when I used to make fifty thousand. I was like, if I make eighty, I'm like going to be rolling in mud like a pig, right? you make 80 and you spend more. And you're like, if I make 120, that's going to be when I hit my like, economic nirvana. I could do so much money, so much more with that money between 80 and 120. Like, that's going to be hog heaven. Like I'll be able to probably get a masseuse every day. So, so it's important that you're honest with yourself. And sometimes saving isn't going to be possible. But the key word is sometimes. At other times, you have to have that ability to save, and you should make a priority of it when you when and where you can. There's never going to be a perfect week, a perfect month, a perfect year. I've been on a diet recently, and I saw a Charms Blow Pop. And I didn't know I had a weakness for Charms Blow Pop, pss, multiple, until I had a said weakness for Charms Blow Pops. And people who give bad advice, will be like, yeah, yeah, if you're not going to be drinking alcohol and you're cutting sugar down, those going be times where you have to cheat and have a charms blow pop, which has 200% extra added sugar. And you're like, well, what's that even mean? And you're like, I don't know. I don't have a job. My job is to give you advice that confuses you. So, yeah, that's me. Sometimes you can't save and sometimes you can't stick to a diet because of student loans, health care, expensive housing. Sometimes it's the cost of living. Sometimes it's the uh, you know uh, the unexpected emergencies that come up and crop up. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Don't be shy. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Sorry if this gets awkward at times. I know that I'm with it. I'm cool with it. I'm okay with that. So my goal is to get you to retirement, not to get you to be my friend. Elon Musk says Tesla's going to unveil its new big rig truck in October. So a lot of what Tesla does is when their Model X is getting ready to be going to production, they'll say, after the Model X, we got this Model 3 coming. And then the Model 3 is getting ready to go into production. They're like, after the Model 3, we got this truck coming. So the interest stays kind of like peak fury, furor all the time. So, and... Musk uses phrases like, It's worth seeing this beast in person, 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 person. It's unreal, real, 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 real. It's got wheels, 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 wheels. So it's a tease and it keeps us interested. It's rumored to have a working range of two hundred to three hundred miles, which would be Ooh, sweet. Traditional diesel big rigs can typically travel up to a thousand miles on a single fuel of tank uh tank of fuel. Two hundred to three hundred mile electric range would be consistent with existing battery technologies. Though it remains to be seen of the real-world range and how much cargo it can carry. Sometimes it's about selling the dream. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob
0: Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter.
1: His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. A UC Berkeley Chancer Carol Christ said recently, free speech has itself become controversial. Wow. Every now and then there's a quote that just sticks with you, and that's one that sticks with me. UC Berkeley, I think, is the home of the free speech movement in the United States. It's become the nation's most prominent stage for violent confrontations right now between the left and the right. Conservative speakers like Ben Shapiro, the Milo dude, you know, Paul Lelouchish, Ann Coulter, Steve Bannon, are all expected to visit Berkeley in the coming weeks and months. And you're like, Steve Bannon? Isn't he that grim reaper guy who hung out behind Donald Trump in the Saturday Night Live skits he is and Chancellor Carol Christ who has more than three decades of teaching administrative experience at Berkeley and also served as president of Smith College great school said a combustible mix of changing youth sensibilities political polarization and a choice of university campuses are being chosen as battlegrounds Um, I find her to be very uh, very interesting speaker and uh, I think what she says is very troubling. So I go out of my way to try to have as much free speech as possible to tell you things like be careful on investing in real estate. Uh, you hear a lot of commercials. You hear a lot of people say real estate's the best way to get rich. But when you're at all-time highs, it's also the best way to go into poverty and go bankrupt. Um, at my seminar last weekend, two people tried to come who basically wanted to try to push me and push their product on people that they did hard money loans and There's no business in people who are accumulating wealth. There's no business for people who are trying to accumulate wealth to be buying into alternative real estate investment products. The best way to get wealthy is to max out your 401k, your 403b, your 457, and do that again and again and again and again over time. So by being the middleman in real estate, you're basically forking over high fees and commissions to someone else. Don't be the middleman in real estate. You can own a REIT, a real estate investment trust. I can recommend them to you. I can show you the ones that are like our winners and losers. There's plenty of them out there. So anyway, when a chancellor of Berkeley says something that is just, I think, gut-wrenchingly painful, free speech itself has become controversial. It's like, oh, that's what I have to say about that. Let's go to a call. I think we've got... I'm just going to guess the name. Gene in California. Was I close? Uh, close. California's right. Good. How are you, Bill? It's, it's, it's Yeah, fine, line, Rob. Uh, frequent listener. Haven't had a chance to uh, listen much this week um, regarding the uh, credit breach with Equifax and what you recommend,
2: and maybe what you've done. I mean, the credit, all the bureaus are jammed up. You can't get them on the phone. You can't, can't do it online. I just wanted to see what your take was.
1: Sure, and this is it's pretty popular out there. If you were to Google, you know, Equifax data breach, you'll come up with a hundred different things, and a lot of them differ from each other. I don't think you want to freeze your credit. I do think you want to have a credit alert, a fraud alert on one account when it's with one. It's with them all. Credit freeze prevents creditors from accessing your credit report. It prevents credit loans and services from being approved in your name without your consent. That's one of the things that a lot of companies like LegalZoom don't tell you is you could do everything that they do, everything, on yourself. Now, the the data breach is crazy. That came out of Equifax. Um, Social security numbers, names, addresses, dates of birth. This is going to be a 30, 40, 50, 60 year problem. Somewhere in our society we have to start thinking maybe we shouldn't be using our social security number as a identifier. Or maybe it should be something that's issued every year. Maybe it's like there's something terribly, terribly wrong with our system. 143 Americans uh, were hit by this. Someone's gonna go to jail is my, my best guess. Now with that being said, this is also like the best time right now to have your data compromised because everyone's aware of it it's when they're not aware of it that you're going to see four dollars or five dollars siphoned out of your account on a monthly basis for 10 years i wouldn't freeze the account that's a pain in the butt i would put a credit fraud alert i would put and this is going to sound crazy i put all your credit cards in your apple phone and when something's spent you get a text message on it that's awesome you can do that directly with the banks and the credit cards yourself if you want to um, I would go to annualcreditreport.com and get a copy of your credit report from now on for the rest of your life every four months. You could use the three credit bureaus and do it every three, three times a year for four months. Uh, three times a year every fourth month, it's one free one per year. Um, what do you want to lease or a car or rent an apartment? You know, If you put a freeze on your credit report, then you'll need to temporarily lift it when you initiate a freeze with each of the credit report companies you have to do freezes with them all. So you'll get a pen that corresponds with each freeze. When you want to temporarily lift any of them, you'll give that pen back to the credit reporting company it corresponds to. And it's like, oh, Jesus, did I just... What am I in for? Um, So when you're in the Gap this weekend and you decide that you absolutely positively must have a new pair of Capri pants, the Gap says that you can save 10% on your purchase if you open a new credit card. Um, You'll have to get them access to your credit report and with a freeze in place you won't be able to take advantage of that spot-on offer does a credit freeze cost money yes a credit freeze typically costs between five and ten dollars depending on the state that you're in there's also fees to lift the freeze you can see fees by state by googling fee uh, credit freeze fees now equifax is waived the fees for currently initiating a credit freeze would i do it no But keep in mind in my life, I haven't always been safe. Um, There's been intimate times where I've made bad decisions. There's been times where I'm driving, I'm like, you know what, I'm behind schedule, I'm going to go 90 miles an hour instead of 60. Um, I'm not a credit freeze kind of guy. So how do you determine if you're exposed in an Equifax breach? Like you said, you go to EquifaxSecurity2017.com, I'm just going to assume everyone in the world has been breached at some point in time, whether it's through Home Depot, whether there's Equifax or someone else, I'm, I'm good with that. I know it's happened. Um, I know someone has my social security number out there. My data, my identity has been hacked twice. Someone sent an Amazon package to themselves in New York. But because I was monitoring my credit on a regular basis and because my credit cards were tied towards my phone and it alerted me, I was all good in the hood. Um, so I'm more about the credit fraud. Some people who are going to bore you, some CFPs out there, they'll be like, this this is damaging. This is awful. This is terrible. And then Charles Barker will say, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's terrible. Um, I'm not that guy. I'm just saying stay on top of your stuff, and you should always be on top of your stuff. You know, I change my passwords every 90 days. How boring am I, ladies? (laughs) A lot of ladies just went, wait, you've got more than $1,000 saved and you change your credit or passwords? Yes, I do. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money invested and more. Pay attention to my Stock Talk show Mondays and Thursdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. on the station. I'll be right back.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220
1: KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
2: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.
1: Allo, allo, NFL TV ratings slumping again Millennials are watching a lot less TV But that doesn't mean that they're not watching media They are They're just not watching traditional TV Darn them Darn them to all heck I'm not making this easy for the traditional TV players Darn TV. Traditional TV players Offer a very static experience People want a little bit more dynamic um, I, for instance, like watching scare videos I don't know why, but You know Creepy little kids crawling out of elevator shafts while you're going up or down and freaking people out makes me giggle. Um, am I making that up? Yes or no? Don't know. But Apple has released uh, or said that you know, their new phone is coming out, right? Their two new phones are coming out. And it's interesting that people are like, $1,000 for a phone. That's too much. But you'll pay $1,000 for a computer. Which one do you use more, the phone or the computer? Probably the phone at this point in time. Um, One of the areas that I was pretty dismayed with that people haven't really started talking about is Apple's starting to come up with the death of themselves. You know that face-recognizing technology that they have? That's going to be a problem for Apple. Why? Because at some point in time, you don't need to have a phone to recognize your face. Something in the room will recognize your face. And then you won't need to have a phone to check your email. You will be able to say, Hey, sweetheart, Siri, I like talking down to my Siri. Sweetheart, hey, hey, buttercup, hey, sugar, sugarcakes, sugarcakes, Where's my email? Um, so at some point in time, a life without passwords basically gives you a minority report type future. Um, if all devices and software automatically know who you are and your bank account is linked to your ID, then you don't need a device. So uh, the, it's called an ambient paradigm, and it's kind of cool because we're moving towards it. So that 3D facial recognition system, a lot of questions that people don't have answered right now. What if a, the police um, bust you and they want to get inside your phone because you most people start dumb and they store affairs and they store illegal information on their phone? Um, and now all they have to do is hold the phone up to your face to unlock it versus having some sort of expensive hacking technology to do it. So Apple's kind of creating the death of the of the smartphone. Philosophy of self-cannibalization through, you know, identifying personal technology trends and laying the foundation for the next error. Going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Anyway, fingerprints were a very good method of security, but 3D face recognition requires vastly more data. So the face ID, if your computer knows you're in the room, just keep in mind uh Microsoft Xbox had that connect for a while that did the same thing. It knew who you were. Uh, But the ambient paradigm, it's going to require that you carry an actual device. Nope. Your TV could recognize you. Your Xbox could recognize you. Your speakers could recognize you. I've got an account with Charles Schwab. I know. I know. I've got more than $1,000 saved. I've got all my original teeth. Um, I'm quite a catch. I have an account with Charles Schwab. And they've got a voice um, ID situation where the first time you call and get on line, they they have you speak a couple of phrases, and then it matches your voice. So that's one way that they know that's you. I know you're saying, "I love you, rock Black." I know. I I'm know. Very I'm here boring. for you. I know. I know. I know. I'm here for you. Anyhow, anyway, let's bring in CFP. Oh, by the way, AT&T is offering an iPhone price war: buy one, get one free. Not for the ten, but for the eight. Where's the 9? I hope they come out with a 9 next year just to mess with everyone. Go 7. Uh, no seven 7S. Go straight to 8. And 10. And the next year, go to 9. No That's way. what I would do. That's what I would do. So Verizon's offering a $300 credit on the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus with the trade-in. The uh, company's list price of the iPhone 8 is $699 or $29 a month. AT&T, who purchased an iPhone, get an iPad for $99. Two-year service contract with that as well. Um, the Apple Watch, the device needs a $10 a month data plan. As part of deals carriers are giving away the first three months of wireless service for free. And if anyone wants to give me an Apple Watch, it's a thank you. I only want the, the new one. CFP Chad Burton, are you there? CFP, Chad Burton, are you there? CFP, Chad Burton, New Focus Financial, newfocusfinancial.com. If you want to drop him an email so that we read it on the air, chad at newfocusfinancial.com. Let's talk retirement portfolio construction. As a child, I loved construction. Building things up, tearing them down. What do we need to know about our portfolio construction in our golden years?
2: Uh, Well, you you really have to start dealing with the retirement portfolio construction about 10 years in advance. Okay. Because what you don't want to have to do is say, oh, I'm retired, I'm now going to shift out of stocks, sell all my stocks, and go bonds and cash. And by the way, it's 2009. Or it's 2001. So really what it becomes is try to accumulate all the equities in the beginning and dollar cost average into that. Be aggressive in your 20s, 30s, and even 40s. And then that way, you can slowly accumulate the bonds and the, the the cash side of the portfolio later on. So your stocks sit there and continue to reinvest the dividends, compound, and accumulate. So then you end up with three years' worth of expenses and safe money, and then the rest in a nice, balanced portfolio. So that's kind of the one of the main pillars of, of what the, the start is, because if you have that expenses in cash, the three years worth of portfolio draws in cash, you can weather a bad market. Even if you start your retirement in a bad market, you're going to be okay.
1: If we were having some day beverages, do a little day drinking, could
2: I get you to say no bonds for portfolio under 50 and just accumulate these later? Well, yeah, especially on a, you know, a period of rising interest rates. Yeah. However, there are some attractive areas of high yield and emerging market debt that you know, have a nice 6%, 7% return. And really, we need to see revenue growth out of companies, otherwise we we won't get that grand rotation from bonds to stocks. We need to see revenue growth, not we, just central bank involvement. And we need to see it soon, because there's so many good things happening, monetary
1: policy, economic policy, yep. and we're not getting that revenue growth yet. And if we don't get it soon, there's an economist that I was recently reading that said, we'll never get it.
2: Well, that's why you get these people that are out there saying don't buy bonds at all. But you still don't have just the pure revenue growth. We've got the bottom line growth that says exit those areas and create that grand rotation. And it's a global world, so you also have to have you know about twenty percent of your bond portfolio in international bonds as well. So there's always opportunities out there somewhere. Now, international bonds are different than emerging market bonds, right? Not necessarily. You want a good flexible global manager. Okay. Um, that can do some emerging market debt. You know, there's there's emerging markets that have better balance sheets than we do. They don't have all the debt that the U.S. does, but there's currency issues you have to deal with. So the manager has to be good with bonds and with currencies, and be able to hedge that.
1: Okay, I think I'm on to all this. What else do we need to know as far as portfolio construction and maybe some deconstruction? When do you start selling some? If it's like overpriced, not overpriced, but if it's had a big move, do you deconstruct your retirement portfolio and? And construct some of the unpopular areas. Well,
2: yeah, I mean the, the easiest way to do it is you have your cash. You've calculated very carefully your your annual portfolio draw. At the end of each quarter, you know you're spending your cash. And at the end of each quarter, if you have a positive quarter, if you've spent twenty thousand dollars of cash and you got forty thousand dollars of gains in your portfolio, sell twenty of that gains. Yes, that means you pay taxes. Replenish the cash. Pull the winnings off the table. It's as simple as that. It's really a monitoring situation. If you have a negative market quarter, you just rebalance inside the portfolio.
1: The income that we get from Social Security, and again, you and I have this argument that it may not even be available to you and I, but let's say mom's getting $20,000 a year of income. Do we look at that as...
2: Like four hundred thousand dollars of no. securities. No, a lot of people ask that, or they say, "Is my pension make up for my bond allocation?" Sure. It really doesn't. The way the calculation works is that let's say you calculate your taxes, healthcare costs, and everything else, and that number is you know one hundred and fifty thousand, and you're getting thirty from Social Security and twenty from a pension. That means you've of your 150,000, 50,000 is covered by by guaranteed income sources. Any chance So there's 100,000 left over that you're going to have to draw from your portfolio, so you need 3 years worth of that. So pension, social security, dependable rental income reduces the amount of cash you should have on hand. It doesn't reduce the amount of bonds necessarily. Any
1: chance you and I get to retirement in 10, 20, 30, 40 years and everything you said is just crap and you have to change it?
2: Well, we've had to change things anyways because the 4% draw rate rules were created in the 90s when bonds were paying 6%. So we've had to go into bond alternatives and and other assets to help maintain. Because the only way you get more than that is you take more risk. Well, if you're taking more risk, you need to have a backup guarantee that says, well, if things fall apart, you're still going to get income from the age of 80 on. So, you have to look at bond alternatives today to, to maintain the, the same four to five percent draw rate that people could start when they were in, their, in the 1990s. Anything at your website that you want to plug? Anything you want to push? Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of the construction and, and even the deconstruction, the rebalancing process, you can watch a webinar at newfocusfinancial.com. It's
1: newfocusfinancial.com. It's Chad Burton. You can email him Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Consumer prices accelerated in the month of August, amidst a big jump in gasoline and rents. North Korea has threatened to sink Japan, reducing the U.S. to ashes and darkness. At some point in time, the U.S. needs to teach Fat Boy a lesson when it comes to making statements like that. Whole Foods is going to add millions of members to its Amazon Prime. Whole Foods working out well so far for Amazon. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Listen to me Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., and Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., 12 hours a week. Be part of that 12-hour club. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Want to hear a crazy investment idea? This is so crazy, I have to say. It's a little buggerized, but I actually have to mention on the show.
0: Sharks with laser that. beams attached to their heads.
1: I do not want you to invest in sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. I want you to get one for me for Christmas. So the stock that I'm about to mention right now was trading higher a week ago. How much higher? A lot. Like to the tune of $142, and now it's $95, so it's down 50%. Not quite, not quite yet. Its all-time high puts it, I believe, at around $147, and it's down to $95. It had a low today, which dipped even lower, um, of 89. So now we're starting to talk getting close to 50%. They're probably about to fire their CEO. They flunked crisis management. Do you know what company I'm talking about right now? I'm talking about Equifax. Whoa. Take care some EFX. Do you have the cojones to buy Equifax? They get hit with the biggest data breach. Monkeys like Jim Cramer are screaming for the CEO to be fired. Seriously? When's the best time to be a good investor? When's the best time to get value is When everyone else is running, when it's out of favor, and clearly Equifax is out of favor. Management issued yet another apology yesterday. Equifax faces class action lawsuits. This may not be a quick turnaround. The question is, are they going to survive? The pullback more than compensates for the near term costs. Despite the breach, investments in key US businesses, international expansion, are amongst a number of efforts driving long-term growth for Equifax. Do you have the cojones to buy something like that? I don't even know what a cojone is. I'm kind of assuming it's kind of like a tamale. So maybe I should say, do you got the tamales to buy Equifax when it's kind of hot in the kitchen already? I know you're saying, that's not what it means. The new Apple Watch Series 3 is really bad news for a public-traded company called Swatch. When Apple comes out and says, we're the number one selling watch in the world. We grew 50% last quarter. The Apple Series Watch 3 no longer requires an iPhone to perform cellular functions. Did you know? It's got eighteen hours of battery life and you're like, sweet But then you have to throw in the, the thought or the idea of you can only make an hour or less of a cell phone call on it before it drains the whole battery. So if your sugar bugger is calling you and this is a example of my sugar bugger. Hi I'm like, hey, what's up? You're on my you're on my watch. I just called to say I love you. Oh, is that it? I love you, too. Have a good day. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Can you pick up bread at the store? You're like, you just want me to go to the store for one thing? Like, do you have any free times I get in my day? And you want me to go pick up bread at a store? You don't want anything else like milk or grapes? You know, we love grapes. Or you want some wine? No, just bread. I'm like, okay, that's two minutes now. You're about to use up my whole data connection hour on the phone. Is there anything else? Yes, I love you. I mean, you already said that. I want a divorce attorney. I ain't want a mediator. I want out. Me- I don't have time for that. Do I have time for that?
0: Ain't nobody got time for that.
1: I ain't got time for that. So, um, anyhow, anyway, I think you get the point. I need bread. You're like. I think you need to be doing your grocery shopping on Saturday or Sundays when you have a little bit more time to pull this together, sugar, but we're going to stay off my phone because I only have an hour before it loses its charge. Any reason, any, anyone doubt why I'm um, uh, unlucky, love?
2: Are you out so, of your mind?
1: Yes, I'm out of my mind. I'm out of my mind. Something must be anyway. wrong with you. Okay, I think we have enough People of color what is the matter me. with you? That's enough people of color insulting me. Don't make me is snap like the Incredible Hulk. Okay, that's enough. Stop it. Um, Elon Musk says Tesla's going to unveil a new big rig truck in October. Are you excited by this? A lot of executives are leaving Tesla right now, right before they come out with the Model 3. Bitcoin down 6.6% today. Uh, down 25% since September high. Basically, China says we don't want your we don't want your stinking currency here. Uh, consumer prices accelerated in August, tied mainly to gasoline and rents. North Korea has threatened to sink Japan, reduced the U.S. to ashes and darkness. Oh joy, oh joy. Uh, NFL TV ratings have slumped yet again. Yay. No, boo! Again, in the first hour of Stock Talk today, I did a whole segment on why Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google are rocking it. Because they're personalized. They give us a unique experience. And why TV stations and TV ratings are struggling as much as they are is because they're very static. Take it or leave it. If you don't like the Packers and Seahawks game and you don't really like the 49ers game, you're kind of out of luck. I want cars that fly. Instead I'm getting vending machines. More to come. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Thanks for following me. Subscribe to my iTunes podcast at Rob Black Show. You can find it on Apple somewhere, somehow, some way, some shape, some form. Oh, there's a podcast app. Don't forget about that. I'm Rob
0: Black